0: Welcome to this week's episode of tech talk i'm your host michael Amorgan. uh our co-host Viquel is going to be a little bit late today so don't worry it's not just me <laughs> uh this week though we're gonna be well before we get into all that i want to quickly discuss some changes with everyone uh for starters we apologize for being for not having a show for the past two weeks uh one uh, one of us was out of the country, family vacation. So that was happening. Plus, we wanted to take that time and work on a rebranding. And that's actually what's been happening. And so uh, that week, we were working on changing our Tech Talk show to become more tech. And the reason for that is mainly because we have a lot of podcasts and other like YouTube channels and whatnot out there that are already called or very similarly named Tech Talk and when we were discussing this with other people um, because we're trying to work on some stuff in the back like and later on uh, it be, we noticed that it was actually pretty hard to find us um, we actually had to go through a fair amount of stuff just to find us there and um, it, it raised our awareness in a sense so we decided we would change the name hence we're now called more tech so if you are wondering where this more tech came from well there you go um, and we've been doing some rebranding with that as like I mentioned so that's where the new intro screen comes in our offline screens are if you've seen them before I'll be right back screen. Uh and a few other like new artworks that you would have seen, including our new logo. Uh so I'd like to just point those out. Um Esports Rap is gonna be coming back shortly. So take a look. Probably next week, Tuesday for that, at six thirty PM Eastern Standard Time. And I'm not gonna bore you with too much else. Last week we just didn't have an episode due to a Death in the family so uh, i hope you can uh, let that one slide but today we're going to be talking about privacy versus personalization when it comes to technology we're going to be talking about uh, the android 9 operating system which is called pi and the galaxy samsung galaxy note 9. So while we wait for Vicky to come I will just jump right into it so we're not wasting time oh I didn't remember one last thing if you do have questions during the show then or you know at any point in time technology questions and you want those kind of things answered what you could do is send us an email to tech at morecookies.com or uh, more tech use the hashtag more tech on Twitter or you know just message us like uh taladrea did in our discord chat so before we get into everything i'll just answer her questions while again while we wait so that they're not just uh sitting there so she asks uh how do people stream their content from twitch to instagram and that's an interesting one um both instagram and instagram tv actually do don't necessarily allow this natively that is now there has been someone that's been working on something that does allow it and it does seem to work now what a lot of people are using is obs which is a streaming system um and so what they're doing is they're using some of the API that Instagram has allowed And put out there along with OBS and some third-party scripts and You can find that on github If let me see if I can find it properly It is called Instagram dash API Um is the well the API that they allowed for it but I'm trying to find the person that has actually set it up and it seems like there are a few that really have been working on it um, Instagram photo wall is a plug-in you to put images in Instagram that's not really what we're looking for Um, the real issue with it comes because there's no real server for anyone to connect to and so with no server then you can't really say stream to it normally that's because they really and truly want you to use your smartphones to be streaming your content so therein lies the issue Um, I am had this before. Let's see. Okay, yeah. So, what the uh, GitHub is called is Instagram Live PHP. It's made by a guy named J. Roy. He's been working on it for a little bit of time now, and it's only been tested in Windows. He has no idea if it works in Unix-based systems, so that includes Macs. Um, but feel free to try it out. And a lot of people have tried this out, and it seems to have worked for them. Hey there, Nallyboy. So, if you do want to stream your content to Instagram or Instagram TV, this might be something that you're going to be wanting to take a look at. But do expect for it to be uh, a little sketchy. So you need to know how to uh, install PHP, run the composer, clone a repository, actually run the actual uh, source code, along with knowing how to move your way around a PHP file. So it's not for the faint of heart. I will put it that way. And Taladre's second question was something was a is a question based on something that we had posted on our uh twitter which was asking about well, was well rather letting people know about a streaming system that allowed for closed captions real-time uh translation essentially and it's fairly fairly extensive in what they're requesting for it and i forgot to put this thing on do not disturb i apologize um sure i can link that in the discord chat right after the show no problem tally um essentially what it is is that it will allow you to where should i put it as you're talking it's going to try and transcribe what you're saying so that happens at the bottom or wherever you put it on your screen now it's how fast it does it is mm, it it's fairly on point But again, it's translating whatever you're saying. So it may take a few seconds to actually transcribe properly. But it, for the most part, catches up to date fairly quickly, at least from the experiences that I've seen. Uh, Secondly, when it comes to how accurate it is, that I'm not sure. Because admittedly, the people that I've seen that have been using it, they are, for the most part, speaking fairly bluntly that's probably not the best way to put it but they're speaking out a way that it's fairly easy for this program or this rather this service to understand them you throw in some accent inside there's some background noise um some dialect you know i can't promise that this will necessarily be accurate especially if you have any kind of patois uh like jamaican Bahamian, whatever it is and so you're saying but hey come look here it may not actually recognize any of that, um, other than come here, and it may put some random words inside there or some random spelling. I I haven't tested it myself, to be quite honest. So there is that. So I can't really speak to that all too much, but I hope that gives you a bit more of an idea um, with that tally. So. Moving on into the actual topics, Talley. Thank you for being our first person to ask in that for- ask questions in that format. Like right, that, that's awesome. Thank you. Now, uh yeah, your accent could have it boned. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right, Tally. Um, but from what I remember, you you might be able to get through it. Like, you don't have a serious accent like a scottish accent for example um which you know even the way they type can be kind of you know weird you know if you're scottish you know exactly what i'm talking about don't look at me weird um but for the most part it should work for most persons who speak fairly well and are understandable at least that's that's what i'm told and what i've gotten from it so privacy versus personalization the issue really and truly comes because of what we've noticed in the past few months and we kind of touched on it um, with the gdpr happening with um uh, the dark patterns and stuff like this so it's we're kind of still going along this privacy trend and so part of that which i I really want people to understand is that we are trying to raise the level of understanding when it comes to stuff like this because it's it's really weird um when things are happening but people don't quite understand what it is that's happening so we have had persons who have asked for and i've seen quite literally on twitter someone asks for an export from Spotify uh, of their personal information. And keep in mind, a lot of these companies do allow you to request this information. They kind of have to if they want to follow a GDPR. The issue is what you do with it after that. So, for example, this guy asked Spotify for his, his information and was then subsequently freaked out because he uh he saw pretty much all his search history he saw all the things he liked all of his playlists and all this all that kind of information and it freaked him out um it's like why do you have so much information why do you need this that and the next but then you have to remember things like spotify these are services that are meant to try and personalize themselves and curate themselves. Towards your tastes, your likes, and so on and so forth. So it has to keep this information readily available somehow. Otherwise, how would it know that you like Wu-Tang clan? How would it know that you like Justin Bieber? How would it know that around this kind of day you typically like to listen to something that's relaxing or some maybe death metal? And what it would just be a bland experience that would be the same across the board for everyone now this can be both a good thing and a bad thing so if we took a look at what happened with uh the iphone and ios 12 and what they're handling with uh, when it comes to dark patterns and keeping people's information for example and i'll I'll bring it up again because we talked about it in previous episodes when the iphone is like the newest version of the iphone and the ios is comes out and everyone has it it pretty much will set it and this happening on Macs as well uh where it will no longer really show any trackable information essentially all iphones and Macs will get the same advertising because they're going to appear as the exact same thing because it's not going to be able to recognize oh, well, this is an iPhone from here or this and that and the next. It's, it's not going to allow for that to happen. So everyone's going to get the same experience, roughly. There's going to be no personalization with ads. It's not going to be like, okay, well, I went on Amazon and I took a look at these dress pants. And so I'm going to get advertisements about dress pants on a few other websites. That's not going to happen. Uh, for the most part, you would probably just see something that's happening maybe in your area. Um, just because it knows which carrier it may know which carrier you're on maybe or um, Which country you're from which it more than likely will know and So it could say, okay, well you're from uh, The United States, let's show you an advertisement for Verizon for um, Comcast for Best Buy uh, If you're in the Bahamas, for example, it may say for BTC for uh kelly's for uh the food store this that on the next essentially but it won't get you personalized information to say you know well we know you like to look at lettuce or kale whatever so it's not going to give you that breakdown of information to say let's try to really make this personal let's try to actually get the things that interest you and so that's where the differentiation between privacy and personalization comes in because the two don't necessarily match all that well so therein lies the issue so what do we do personally speaking and it would have been great if vicky was here for this so we could actually go on back and i could hear what she had to think but um when it comes to privacy there are elements of privacy that can be placed so for example this is where a great thing where blockchains come in because let's say the website apologies let's say the website or uh, the let's say Spotify since we're gonna be talking about we originally were talking about Spotify let's say it tracked all that information but it kept it encrypted in a blockchain or just encrypted on a whole so only the system really knew what it was and that in itself is going to be very very difficult for the system to know this information about being able to uh, expose it otherwise hey welcome to the show Paul how are you doing hey welcome there Adam welcome to the show how are you guys doing oh wow okay hey there I am Jordan welcome to the show Wow. Okay. Hey, Robert, ski Robo, and Definity Rush, and uh, Moana. Okay. Well, welcome to the show, guys. I hope you guys enjoy the content and uh, decide to subscribe. Well, to follow, and uh, be a part of the show. If you have any questions, of course, as per usual, um, with the show ask them inside the chat and i'll answer them as long as they're relevant (laughs) but blockchain could maybe alleviate that when it comes to keeping tracks of information without really necessarily exposing it to third parties or even the company that's running it so for example because of how it pretty much hashes the information it would make sure that it stays secure. It keeps a track of it. So the system could always get that information and find out that information for you. But at the same point, it's still logging the information. So it still knows and it's still logging that you're listening to Madonna at 12 o'clock in the morning. Um, and it hopefully doesn't know that you're crying your eyes out, but, uh, for the most part, these things need this information. And to say that why do you have this doesn't necessarily make the best argument. Facebook needs this information to curate the timeline and provide relevant ads. Some of you may not agree with that, especially the ads part, because, well, for the most part, who likes ads? But then again, certain ads are pretty good to have. They give relevant information that might actually be interesting granted most of mine that i see on facebook is not relevant at all and i'm not really looking to check your kickstarter i'm not really interested in uh these weird products or services or uh things that you have so yeah that's a little sketchy for me right there but sometimes they are worthwhile like there was a service that i saw today on facebook i'm not going to say the name but it took me to a website that was actually something that i was kind of looking for on a lot of different sites and not on facebook at all so it's i'm kind of interested how they actually decided to show that to me but that's that's a topic for maybe another day um now when it comes to the personalization side like i said a lot of these things need to know um pandora was built specifically for example to learn which kind of music you like spotify has come along and is trying to take over that space Um, facebook twitter they all kind of try to gather up information that people are interested in and so they all need to track information at some kind of how Um, so you're not necessarily going to get away from it i think it's the best you're going to be able to get Is just making sure that the information that is being stored is being stored properly um gdpr was the whole right to be forgotten thing so you can always request your information and then ask for it to be deleted that's a thing um so you can do that it may take some time may take some effort with emailing and making sure that it's done properly but it's there and so if you don't want these websites keeping your information or you want to make sure that everything's been deleted, that's a thing. There's also the other option where they're the working on right now so that you can actually move your information from let's say Facebook to Twitter, to Google, to whatever other social media uh, uh, system there is. It's actually something that Google is Google, Facebook and Twitter are backboning to make sure that other places that want to share this information have a means to easily but securely transfer this information around so for example you wanted to make just like how Facebook has the login information Um, like you go to a website they say do you want to log in with Facebook you log in with your Facebook now this platform has your information some of it at least and then this would allow for an actual system let's say like twitch to come in build its own uh, login system like it does now and tie in with Facebook Google which also controls Google Plus and YouTube and Twitter so that all the information can be shared depending on what is requested to be shared so it could take your picture from Facebook it could take your name it could take your birthday it could take your uh, email address your friends depending on the level that is requested and i think this is where they need to be careful because they want they really should build it in so that the user sets what is allowed not the company because admittedly there are places that you want to try to grab your friends on there like a new let's say a new uh, social media platform comes out that you really really like and you want your friends to move over to And then you find it's really hard to actually invite them because then you don't know their email addresses or you don't really have a way to say hey you know let's let's move over to here other than directly PMing them or sending them some kind of message in some form or format so it's not always the best admittedly now moving on from that is Android 9. Um, Android 9 was in development for a while, and we knew it was going to be named P. P P-something. Like, something starting with the letter P. And we knew it was going to be some kind of treat. Not necessarily dessert. um, But it could be a snack. It could be something you know it's typically as a treat so a lot of people were thinking peppermint pumpkin pie uh pistachio like the pistachio nut because people do uh actually enjoy pistachios and just by itself and give me one quick moment it seems vicky is finally here okay and we're back now Uh, So we were talking about, we just finished, well, I've just finished talking about uh, privacy versus personalization. And like that example that we saw before when it came to Spotify um, and the guy freaking out about like all the information that they had about him Yeah. and pretty much saying, you know, Mm -hmm. you kind of have to give away some of your privacy if you want stuff like that. I think the best option that you can really get is if you make sure that that information is secured. Like maybe using a blockchain or some kind of encryption to make sure that, you know, that information cannot just be used by anyone. Did you have any thoughts on that topic in particular? Hmm.
1: I had a thought, um I get where some companies get it, like when they're, they're invading too much privacy in order to, like, figure with to sh- um, sell you, like, when we spoke about the privacy laws before in the previous episode, and I brought up, like, you know, how some companies may, like, when I, if I visit a website, some companies may already read, like, my web browsing history, like, my data that's out there. And they can therefore change almost their website or like adjust their website to target me, which is a pretty, it's a pretty genius marketing idea. And I get why they do that. Persons feel like, they have to give like a personal connection with somebody and then they decide they want to spend money. I feel like some people probably spend money with them um, just like willy nilly because of the personal connections. So I get that. But at the same time, it's more or less as, uh how much information you guys want to take from me. And uh, like you said, it's just like taking proper precautions as to which data you allow them to take and which data do you don't want them to take.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um, beyond that then, we were then moving into Android 9. And I was explaining, you know, what people were expecting it to be either peppermint, pumpkin pie, which was what I was thinking, or pistachio. Is Um, pistachio a fruit? I mean, not a fruit. Is pistachio a dessert? No, but it's supposed to be, like, based on treats. And so people eat nuts as treats. Thanks for the love there, Trippy. Trippy. Um But So it's kind of weird that you know Some people thought of that Plus there's things like pistachio ice cream Um And so on and so forth So could be But at the same time so could um Peanut butter Or pecan Peanut butter as a treat? People eat peanut butter as a treat Peanut butter sandwiches
1: That's Lunch. Some people well, I consider it be to be like a lunch or like a snack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, there are people that quite literally go in and just like have a jar of peanut butter. Like I don't, I, I don't know, but there are people like that. So I don't know. That's what some people were thinking. Unfortunately. What we ended up with, and I think a lot of the community is a little disappointed in this. Is is pie? Like, it's Android Pie. Pie. Not a not what a particular kind of pie. No, 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 no. Just pie. Just pie. 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 Why pie? Why?
1: i was expecting um i don't know i wanted i wanted to be something with more pizzazz just pie
0: a lot of people were hoping for more than just pie like that's why people were saying pumpkin pie or um you know something else with pizza pie (laughs) or pizza Pizza jeez jesus pizza is a treat in a sense like i don't know there's there's so many different ways they could have gone about this um but they ended up with just pie and i mean it kind of makes sense when you think about it because then it could incorporate all kinds of pie and there is the debate between cake or pie but it it feels lackadaisical and also, didn't necessarily have the same kind of like rollout. Um, some of the other versions of Android did.
1: Oh, I just felt like it wasn't. It wasn't marketed similar to how some of the other ones were. Like how, like what they did with um, Android Oreo. I thought that was my favorite. nice, you know, they had the little guides, the Oreo, and uh, they had a like, the little gimmick tan there. But like the main, the main, it's like the main logo, which was the P, you know, the little spiral circles kind of threw everybody off. That's why some people it thought it forward. was peppermint,
0: for like peppermint candy canes. Yeah, was like... that's
1: what it matched. Uh, unless it's supposed to be no unless it's supposed to be a full end of the pie and the cross
0: well i don't know about the cross because it I changes a
1: little thing at the bottom
0: <laughs> maybe i'm getting on
1: no someone someone oh wait never mind no because it was like oh it was like uh i was thinking orange and red it was purple and Yeah, um, no, this didn't
0: this this didn't match Yeah anything at all. No. <laughs> but I will say this. I mean it did have some interesting stuff um built inside of it. Um We've already gone over a lot of it inside the previous episode, so we're not gonna spend the time with that. But one thing that threw me was that with everything that they advertised um Android 9 to have, there was one main key feature, well actually two that kind of are wrapped up together, um, that went missing. And it actually having uh, it Android 9 went live without these features actually being baked in. And that's a little weird when you're, like, advertising an entire operating system, having these things included. These things are the wind down feature, which is, you know, you set timers and then it goes to grayscale. And, you know, it's, it's meant to relax your eyes, get you... Because there's less colors, you're more likely to put down your phone. And then the... Well, that's part of the digital wellness feature. So for example, we go into my phone. Um, I actually had to so you go inside here and then you can see my digital wellness for the day. And it gives it in a nice little uh color format. It says which apps I used mainly um how many times i unlocked my phone so i unlocked it for 38 times i had 414 notifications uh i don't have any dashboards set my wind down includes grayscale and do not disturb so they all will fall both of those will fall under wind down now you can reduce interruptions by managing notifications and setting you do not disturb if you click on the actual like chart it breaks it down by days to say like how you've been using your app for the day well your phone for the day um i just got this installed but it already has a few days there and that's part of it right there like why do i have to install this if it's something that should have been baked in um but on the side here it does also allow you to set timers so you can actually say you know only allow me to use it for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, or a custom timer. Um, and then, you know, it'll be like, mm, you already used up your lot of time. Do you want more time? And try to persuade you not to, essentially. But then again, the question is remains, this is something that you actually have to sign up for. Whereas it was marketed as being built into the system i'm i'm not sure how i feel about that
1: thought i thought it was built in as well i didn't realize it was more like a sign up basis No, nope. glad i'm not a, a google user mine will mine will be baked in to the app well to the software
0: um you do realize that siri was inside the galaxy sorry the um, iphone 4 before they released the 4s and as soon as they released the 4s they took away the feature from the 4 right i was like hey yeah. look at this new feature that you know you guys had but we're taking it away now so y'all have well, it. mine is baked but everyone in else has it now.
1: mine is baked in compared to having it up. but i just gotta install it and it works how, oh, by the way, weren't you, weren't you running beta for Android
0: P? I was, which was so. How, exactly. how
1: did you switch over?
0: Uh, the switchover happens fairly easily, it just says, you know, the new operating system is now out. Do you want to update? It was like a 45 um, megabyte download to switch over because most of the code was already there. Um, so I just downloaded that, it finished in like Five minutes. Restarted my phone, and I was on Android nine. Oh,
1: so it's no longer basically You don't have like a beta profile there.
0: Nope. Um. So
1: that's so much easier than than iOS is on. Oh man.
0: Now I will admit. I will admit. Originally, when you first wanted to beta test stuff, it wasn't this easy. You actually had to flash your the um the Android system. All, um, onto it. So it would wipe all your information. Um, at least that was the suggested way to do it. Um, to make sure you didn't run into any issues. Nowadays, well, you just sign up for it. You get a notification on your phone saying, "Hey, you know, download the beta or the dev, um dev version," and away you go. You don't need oh, geez, to wipe you. it, but you probably should wipe it after you jump into one of those things to avoid like any like information crossovers that may conflict and cause some issues which is probably the reason why i was having that lag because after i switched to 9 i don't really have that lag anymore
1: you're on the rare few I night guy was one of the rare few that was having
0: a uh, nasty lag well i mean artemis i mean not artemis um, he is one of the owners, I believe, for Android Police. He I think he pretty much only posts on Google Plus for the most part. And I think that was where the post came from. Or it may have been from Twitter. I'm not 100% sure. I know he kind of uses both, but mainly Google Plus. Or at least he may have stopped using Google Plus. I don't remember. But, um... If he's experiencing it, then he has a wider number of people that he could speak to um, that work at Android Police as well to, uh, you know, ask them what's happening with their devices. So I don't know, but I do know now that I'm currently not having any issues with mine. That's good. And even opening up the camera is a lot snappier than it was before on the beta. So they must have optimized something. But I still hate that they called it pie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really wanted a more pizzazz name. I wasn't just expecting pie. I honestly wouldn't know why pumpkin pie.
0: Pumpkin spice, even, like I would have accepted just because of like the memes. And how the hype goes about that every time that time of the year comes around
1: oh my gosh and they could have had the android the android guy and like a well you know only has a gender anyway the mascot the android mascot and like a little pumpkin body oh man you know they could have like get off on like trust and spice lattes like that like the latte cup yep see it would have been so cute
0: they they could have partnered up with um starbucks
1: yes
0: just like they did for kitkat but a what do i know
1: i remember kitkat
0: yeah okay and then we had the uh i mean moving past that it seems that we've also as of today had a new phone launch which is the And most- extra stuff. And extra stuff. Um, which the new phone was a Samsung Galaxy Note nine. Um funny, funny enough, their most recent well, one of the most recent advertisements listed pretty much every Note phone that they've made, but they forgot to add in the Note seven. Or at least they didn't add it in intentionally so it's almost like that's it feels like they're avoiding it because it's a blemish on their history but we all know it's there they have admitted that it's there and even the note 9 is people are saying like it's the anti note 7 (laughs) just because of how they presented it so let me just see something really quick Whoa, I'm getting some funky feedback from your side, Vicky. Uh-huh. Still
1: there? Uh, is it...
0: Like- mm, no, it seems better now. Ah, okay. Cool. Okay. So, essentially, the... I'm um, still hearing it. I think it pretty much anytime you move, like I'm hearing you moving. <laughs> oh, you <heard> it now. <laughs> this is very odd. I uh, hear it now. Only like when you your move your arm and me? stuff. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Still.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for starters, there's the whole battery thing, like with the Note Seven obviously you know people were concerned this phone's going to go up in flames which you know the note 8 came out they're like oh yeah we did our own new type of battery testing to make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen again and they yeah. kind of redeemed themselves a little bit with that by actually making a industry standard kind of test which no other i think even up to now smartphone company has really developed And they did that with the Note 8. With the Note 9, they used the same test, but they took it a step further from what I understand, and actually had two external companies that actually do these kinds of tests as well, run tests on the batteries to make sure, and both of them also gave the go-ahead with these batteries. So for the most part, these batteries are supposedly secure. So, Making sure
1: the mistake don't happen again. And like they took their time considering... I think last year, while it not like a standard battery, uh, I think they bumped it up a little bit this year, correct?
0: Yeah, they actually bumped it up to 4,000 yeah. milliamps. They, so... they
1: took the time with that to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure that Note 7 incident doesn't happen again.
0: Well, they bumped it up. So they say is to make sure that... Remember, their whole thing for a few years was like... Um, by the way, we heard that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, was to make sure that, was well, how should I put it? Their commercials were targeted at wall huggers. Essentially, people who have to keep charging their phones. So their thing is, make a, put in a bigger battery so that you don't have to charge up so often. You can have an all-day phone, essentially. Um, so that's where they were going with it um granted they then added a bigger display so it's now 6.4 inches it's still infinity Mm -hmm. display um
1: that's the bluetooth stylus now which is also going to take a battery
0: exactly so there is that as well um
1: then look the, the neon one looks like a mini lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> like i was watching a video today and uh, like when the person was born, like oh my gosh look like a mini lightsaber in his hand i like i like that they add like colors to yeah.
0: it now though the colors are interesting like okay so here's the thing um, that got me
1: each color each color phone has their own color stylus correct
0: yes but there's the weird thing about it black has a black stylus purple has a purple stylus um Brown has a brown stylus, and blue has a yellow stylus.
1: Yellow stylus. Like... What? I don't know why they didn't... They could have given like a little neon blue if they were going for like the neon look. They seem to have gone for that. Um... They could have given it a neon blue instead of like a neon
0: yellow sheet green color. That's what I thought. And then if you want yellow, just make a yellow version. Though, so, then again, I don't know how well that would sell. To Banana? Yeah. Where is banana yellow <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know how well that would sell um i don't think like the only bright yellow phone that i've seen before is like a nokia like the old nokia asha phones I
1: remember the yellow iphone 5c i don't know how it sold
0: that's true there but was the they 5C. did have
1: that the- yes
0: But the 5C, if I remember correctly, did not sell all that well on a whole.
1: I had one. I thought it was pretty neat. (laughs) It took a lot of... Because I I went with that phone, I rocked caseless. But like, most of the time that I had it, I think I got it in like September. And I didn't put a case on it until like July, August. And from then, straight up, the phone like drops in and so on held up pretty nicely. Dropped and I was taking a ceramics class at the same time. I used to have a better wheel with me so it hold up to like clay and clay and a bunch of dirt. So uh, they hold up pretty nicely even though they didn't sell
0: well. I think that's I think that's probably the reason why they didn't really go and focus in with colors again like that. Like you haven't really yeah. noticed them do that since the five C I and
1: like actually, I've been seeing like a lot of rum- rumors saying that they're going to do it with this year's iPhone but I'm waiting to see it happen till 100%. I mean I'm waiting to see it confirmed 100% before I would believe them but then I, the thing I don't get is that persons that ask for more colors and when you give them colors It'll they don't sell. purchase them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's the issue right there. Um, What I found interesting as well is they went with a horizontal camera and flash setup. So instead of having it where the iPhone has it like that, like a a Uh, traffic light.
1: Yes. um,
0: (laughs) It it has it more like how some of the, the traffic lights in the States are with like red, yellow, green like that across yeah. the board so it's a different kind of traffic light um and they have the fingerprint sensor right underneath it they say it. that that is easier to reach but i don't know about that because i don't believe
1: that yeah so i was watching a video today as well speaking about that i was watching mkvhd's video and he was like you know for someone with big hands like him it's okay but like persons with small hands is gonna be like a real stretch like me. I have baby hands. So <laughs> I, So I know I won't be like I would literally have to have the phone in my hand, I have to like stretch my finger in the back or something in order for me to be able to unlock my phone.
0: And that's the problem. Like they need they recognize the problem with the S9. And so they readjusted where you put your finger for it. The yeah. note nine They should have recognized the same. It's a bigger phone, so you're going to have to drop the fingerprint sensor further down.
1: Maybe it it was rumored to be the last one.
0: It's rumored to be the last note, but you know how rumors are. They're not necessarily always true. True.
1: Maybe next year, with the note 10, they may recognize it then and adjust it. I guess this is like a trial and error. They moved it up. they, They bigger screen, I mean bigger, bigger phone, kept the fingerprint the same, at the same placement. Let's see how, like, the consumers take it. If not, if they don't take it well, then they're gonna probably adjust it and, like, drop it. Yep. But then that also, you know, they'd have to... So you can't have, like, a wide space between the camera and the fingerprint, Oh, because they have, like, a nice proportion on the top there. I mean, would've
0: it would have been good just to have it, two cameras, the flash, and then the fingerprint sensor underneath it. That would break everything further down and still give you the space that you need.
1: Yeah. So don't want to put too much distance between camera and fingerprint because then it's going to look hard.
0: I mean, I got a fair amount of distance between this.
1: Yeah, but that's not fine. was like a camera
0: on the side. Right, but see, that's that's part of it. You just need to have the camera here, here, the flash here, and to be at... Because uh, I've seen the Note 9 in person already. I've seen it from like a week or two ago, and I actually compared it to the... I actually put my phone over on top of it, and it's only just slightly bigger than the Pixel 2 XL. So the placement of the, the um, fingerprint scanner... Quite literally could work because i mean you've tried it and i think you were able to um like put your finger on the fingerprint scanner pretty easily if i remember correctly
1: i think so yeah i think i was i think i was so isn't isn't too bad
0: right so i mean depending it it might work um more testing is needed i guess you could say <laughs> um but I think what would have been easier is just having it here and then just having it, like, maybe around here. But even when you're holding the phone, it's not necessarily just something like you just miss and touch, like sometimes you do here. Granted, this is the natural part of touching it, and so they try to leave it there. If you just need to do it like that, that may hurt your finger over a period of time. So, I mean, depending on how it actually and where it actually sits, we'll have to see.
1: Child, the person two five note nine will be the test on you. Not to say it like that, but wow. not to say it like that. But they would be like the test on me. Instead, like that's what it is. Like you give somebody a product, see how they take to it, and like you um, develop the product for them all later on.
0: Now, admittedly, there's a lot of extra little features that they've been packing into the hardware, so. Hmm. The lowest version of storage is 128 gigs, which is nice. And the highest that they have...
1: Hit hit that bad boy, the big boy.
0: The the big boy essentially. 512 gigs. And then you can add on an additional 512 gigs because Samsung is rolling out a new memory card. That is 512 gigs. Just walking around with a terabyte exactly you are literally walking around with something that has more space than some computers which is sad when you really think about it
1: we're about to hit that age when phone storage start hitting terabytes
0: yeah yeah we are
1: i feel like in the future like the base model be like one terabyte and like the max is gonna be like four or three
0: well samsung is already making a four terabyte ssd hard drives I guess. Mm-hmm. yeah so it might not be too far off <sighs> but they have a new integrated chip as well so that's for the cpu and the gpu so for the speed <laughs> of the actual operating system along with the graphics processor so like when you're actually doing anything graphics intensive like gaming or moving things around that actually needs animations um the cpu is 33% faster and the gpu is 23% faster because they're mainly using their new 10-minute um nanometer uh technology for the chips which is the smaller essentially it is the better um because there's less travel time between the, capac- the capacitors um this one's you know,
1: the supposedly liquid cooling.
0: Supposedly gaming. liquid cooling. Now they've said yeah. they've had liquid cooling before. And it quite literally was just a gel in some <laughs> copper wiring. Well, copper casing. <laughs> um, that isn't water cooling. But they're calling this water carbon cooling. So it might be the same thing. I'm not sure. We'll have to wait until someone like I fix it. Tears down the phone.
1: Tear down, yeah. Two.
0: Welcome to the show, uh, Z-Furia. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to ask them in the chat. But um, they also have it with an intelligent, quote-unquote, intelligent camera. They're using <laughs> the exact same hardware that they did with the S9, though. Um, And so it's not necessarily going to make take better pictures, like the Pixel 2 does, or Google Camera does, essentially, um, using the AI learning system that it has. What their own does is that it recognizes things like flowers, food, and landscapes, and adjusts the color of the photo for you when you take it.
1: Which is nice. And they also have um the feature whereas if you're about to take a photo and the photo isn't clear or like there's any like um, discrepancies with the photo it's going to alert you right away help you adjust it and you quickly take the photo and you take the photo faster
0: right like, if someone has their eyes closed for example yeah yeah
1: of like you're trying to focus on something uh and the focus loses but when you go to take the pictures on alert, you, it's supposed to alert you and then you can adjust it and have to take the picture
0: off. Exactly. Um, on another note, what they've also done is that you can now use the S pen because it's now Bluetooth enabled. You can use the button on it to take a photo, uh, from a distance. So you don't necessarily need to, like you could set it up somewhere stand back with the screen facing you so you can actually see yourself, make sure that you have a good photo, press the button, and you now have a selfie. That's yes. A
1: it's like the older day when we used to have hit timer and used to run around and I click the button. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I mean, that's an interesting concept. And what they've done with the S Pen is also interesting as well because with the Bluetooth-enabled um, capabilities, It allows you to take photos like that. You can use it for presentations to move back and forth. Um, They did say that they're working with enabling uh, an SDK kit. So that essentially means that developers of applications or just of anything essentially can then say, okay. That's going to end up with you getting banned. Yeah.
1: Not cool.
0: Not cool at all.
1: And even Mexican.
0: I'm not. I'm not Mexican at all. So, there we go. Just, like, clear that up. So... Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I banned him. Let's do this really quick. Port for harassment and trolling. Okay, so moving past that, bit of ignorance. Uh, <laughs> I apologize to everyone who saw that. Um, now when we were talking about the S Pen and the SDK, that essentially means that any developer can also enable it to work with their application. Um, so for example, if you are running a, a suite of apps, let's say for this example, let's use. Microsoft, they already have it working with their PowerPoints and whatnot. But let's say they weren't essentially Microsoft can go to them and say, Hey, well, we want to be able to move between uh, our slides and you know, we want to use this SDK file. They get access to it. They then build it in and then you could use it. What is key that I think they need to work on is making sure they have a list of all the applications that are actually enabling their the use of the S pen. Thank you for following Zephyria. well Zephyria, um, because if you don't have a, I hope that's the power, power just went off.